Welcome to A Raw Perspective, A Fresh Point of View. I'm your host, Richard Anthony Wallace, once again in the lab. Happy February, happy Black History Month, everybody. It is Black History Month. But remember, we celebrate Black History 365. Remember that. But I'm not here to talk about Black History Month. I'm still doing my travel excursion. You just heard previously about my trip to Tokyo. Now I'm going to talk about my trip to Cabo San Lucia, Mexico. As this travel series keeps going, you'll get to know more and more about my travel habits. Usually with my partner in crime, my audio engineer, the one that is putting the fire beats on this podcast, Kyle Hardfingers Wallace. They're usually stories about us. So if you haven't done so already, you can follow the podcast at facebook.com slash a raw perspective. Hit that like button and be updated about all the upcoming podcasts in the near future. Cabo. Cabo San Lucia. Cabo was the last family trip that I took with my mom, my dad, and my brother. So Cabo has a lot of sentimental value for my family because this was when we were celebrating my father's 60th birthday. And that 60th birthday went out with a bang. My father's birthday is March 26, 1957. And my father wanted to do something that he's never done before. My father was hell-bent on doing things in the now because he knew tomorrow was never promised. So he had the idea of stating, well, I want to go to Cabo. And my mom was saying, okay, let's make Cabo happen. And put this... Birdie in my brother's ear said, hey, we going to Cabo. Get your money right. He said, let's do it. We also invited my oldest brother, his husband, but they could not go, unfortunately. Wish they could have went. But we got our cousins from Detroit to come. Jerry and Cynthia to participate in the festivities of my father's 60th birthday. Getting all the logistics for this 60th birthday was astounding because this is the first time that I ever felt super privileged, super rich, super everything. My experience in Cabo was all inclusive and we, 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 we were living, guess the luxurious life. So how did this all transpire? So I decided to visit my my father and mother. I was working at the University of Illinois Chicago. Decided to take my vacation days to make sure that I was going to be at my father's 60th birthday. Brother came into town. How it all started. It was a cool morning in Aurora, Illinois. And we got picked up in a... SUV and it was all 
decked out. The courier came and picked up our luggage. We were all set. I was like, damn, we got <laughs> We literally got an SUV to take us place to place. Well, literally take us to the airport. So we were enjoying that experience. Got on the plane. Took our five and a half hour flight from Chicago to Cabo. My dad was so excited. I can just see on his face. I got so many photos of him just cheesing, just glowing. And it was one of the most surreal experiences that I've had. Never seen my father so happy to go somewhere on vacation. And lo and behold, when we did arrive, it was hot as hell. It was freaking hot. Granted, March, I believe it was 85, 90 degrees outside. We were coming from cool Chicago. We had on winter coats. And obviously, we stripped down from those. Going through customs. Fucking sucked. Literally took about an hour to get through customs because there's only one way to get in. One way to get out. It's like, shit, we can't do anything. So that's how we experienced it. And it was a, it was a great time. Uh, getting through customs. And then the first thing that we saw was Pure White Hennessy. Mine was blown. Had Pure White Hennessy back in 2016. 2017, 2016, actually officially, because my cousin had got it from her trip, and we were in Houston during that time celebrating New Year's, even though it was a tragic time because my great uncle had passed. But we saw Pure White Hennessy, and we were mesmerized. And I looked at how much the Pure White Hennessy cost. It was 40 US dollars and I was like holy shit we gotta buy this and lo and behold we only can buy four bottles at a time so I bought four bottles my brother Kyle bought four bottles I believe my mother bought four bottles and my father bought four bottles and my father was never a drinker but he decided he was going to partake in some pure white Hennessy, and he got four bottles of pure white Hennessy. <laughs> so we made out like bandits that day and got some pure white Hennessy. This is not even getting out of the airport. So going to going out of the airport, I told you it was all inclusive, hot as hell, real hot, stripped down from everything. We see this concierge service stating Wallace family. We're like, whoa, this is this is big time. We actually got individuals chauffeuring us to our destination. And we got into the courier. It was a a passenger, luxurious passenger van. And we had an assortment of bottled water. They packed our stuff. We were living the rock star life. Never experienced this type of treatment in my life. This was very brand new to me. 
And we got in the car, excited. It was about a half hour drive from the airport to Cabo. And we are driving and we are heading up to our villa. Our villa was the La Petrigal, which was bougie AF. Yes, bougie as fuck. We had gated securities that had our names in their book. And it literally took about another five minutes to go up this huge hill because our villa was at the very tippy tippy top. Ridiculous. We get out of our, our vehicle and we see our villa. Our villa was, I believe, three stories, three stories high. We entered the villa. Everybody had a complimentary rock margarita implemented into their hands. This villa had about eight bedrooms, I feel like it. Like six and a half bathrooms. I don't it was a lot of a lot of stuff. It had its own gym in there. We were mesmerized. And with the all-inclusive package, we had maid service and we had individuals cooking for us during our time there. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Just mesmerized. Starstruck. What is going on? Well, obviously, we're going to change. We, we pick our rooms. I wanted a room outside. Me and my brother found our rooms. We got into our bathing suits. And we decided we wanted to hit the gym and with the gym <laughs> we we were like well, all right let's do a couple sets and then let's actually head out to the actual pool and to the hot tub when I talk about this pool was legit with the hot tub funneling into the pool to make the pool warmer it was dope this was when Bad and Bougie was was the on the top of the charts, and we was playing that through the Bluetooth sound. You could see the ocean. We saw a cruise ship pass by. We was just lit. We had our cooks starting to cook up something. So so ex so excited just didn't know what to expect it's just amazing we didn't even know what to do so that's what we did is we just just kicked it at the pool for a minute just enjoying the ambiance it was amazing so while we did that for maybe about an hour or two sun is still up we decided that we wanted to venture into town why not when I tell you that when we were venturing in town, we didn't have any modes of transportation. We literally walked, me and my brother. We were trying to see if we can get some jet skis and, and do the jet ski life. But we, <laughs> we were, man, we were just, just in awe. But when I'm telling you walking down from the Pedregal 
from our villa down into the mainland. That literally took us about 25, 30 minutes climbing down that hill, following the road. We did not know where we were going. <laughs> we had no idea where we were going. My goodness. We were just, all right, let's just, let's just go into town. And what we saw in town, everything is very American, Americanized, commercialized. People trying to sell you this, people trying to sell you that. It's like, oh, well, we have scooters for sale. Oh, we have weed for sale. We have all of this for sale. Everybody was trying to sell us so much crap. And we were like, damn, we ain't got money like that. But we were just checking out the town experiencing everything and it was just a good time we we headed all the way down to to the beach line it was starting to get dark just exploring town just just making the most of of our experience uh granted there was a party that was next door that was happening at the villa right across the street from us we had no idea but we was just in town kicking it, looking at the beach at night. Nothing was really popping at that time. But lackluster, whatever. We decided to head back up. And I did not go to the party because I was exhausted. I think my brother did go to the party. Um, he's like, bro, I was at this party. I don't know. I, I had to get his, his account. It was, it was a lot, but it was just pretty much gazing the perimeter, the atmosphere, nothing too hectic. And we decided to do it the very next day. Next day. Did I tell you that? This was during spring break. Yeah, this was during spring break. <laughs> so we had all of the, the West Coast schools out for spring break. And we were like, holy shit, what is going on? We head to the beach. And it is spring break galore. Me and my brother are like, all right, let's get it. Here for spring break. About to kick it. Go down to the beach. Meet a couple people from the University of Nevada, Reno. Obviously, these ain't black people. <laughs> Met these white girls at from the University of Nevada, Reno. They, they took a liking to us and we just followed suit and we just was, was kicking it with them. Um... During our time at the beach, went to that senior frogs where they was just giving out drinks out galore. We were just, what is going on? They were just treating us, complimenting us, went out into the ocean, swam in, in the sea, got hit on by older white women. It's like, I've been to Cabo since I was 16. It's like 40-year-old white woman. It's like, yes, I know know my neighbors and all of that. It's 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 a very privileged community that, that you notice. And then you got the, the college kids that we was kick, kicking it with, showing us a good time, buying us drinks. It was 
it was an interesting experience to be shown a lot of love that way. There was dance parties that were going on. I don't know if my brother participated or he was observing what was going on. Um, people in very revealing attire doing lap dances. It, it, it was an experience if you have never been to Cabo. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Uh, granted, hanging out with those white girls from University of Nevada. Uh, the nightlife was another thing. We went to some club. And I forgot the name, my gosh. But we went to some club. Me and my brother went to some club with these white girls. Um, we actually went to their hotel first. They they was getting wasted galore. It was ridiculous. Like, what is going on? I'm just observing just this, this content of them just consuming all this alcohol. And it's just like, whoa, this is this is next level. This, I've never seen this sort of rager on this epic proportion. And then we went to this club. Forgot the name of the club, but they had this section that was roped off. And they got this huge ass glass which was like a margarita type glass and it was filled with some type of alcoholic content that they all bought. We haven't touched, we haven't spent no money. Me and my brother have not spent shit. Not a damn thing. And they are treating us like royalty. And I had this huge glass of this margarita martini drink and oh my gosh, that had to at least cost $300. It's huge. I got a video of me like partying and dancing with it. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm just like, we was just getting shown so much love, so much appreciation. This is ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Don't know what else to even fathom about that. Just mind blowing. And. The rest of that night was a blur. The rest was history. Uh, I just remember that I am back at my bed. And the next day was happening. I know that was the family day. That we were supposed to hang out with my dad, go down into town, went to the mall, try to see what type of designer clothes that they have. It was a lot cheaper than it was in the States. Did that. Uh, I had the experience of doing the fish spa thing, the fish foot spa where the, the fish bite excess calluses off your feet. <laughs> uh, that was probably one of the weirdest experiences that I had in my life. Uh, my brother also participated in that type of experience and I was like, whoa, this is really weird. Really weird. But we did it. Hung out with my parents. Uh, me and my dad got Burger King because that's what he wanted. He's like, oh, I just want something to eat, something quick to eat. So I ordered Burger King in Spanish from my dad. He's like, well, all that education finally caught up to you. I'm like, you damn right, dad. 
had a great time with that. Uh, so, got us Burger King, hung out with the fam, and then we went on our own again, and we went out back to the same club, um, hung out with the same same group of people, and then my brother hung out with more individuals that he met. He met uh, some football players from, I believe, University of Oklahoma. They were on spring break as well. We started kicking with them brothers, and then all of a sudden, that, there was a fight that broke out. Fight between University of Oklahoma people and some local town person saying something. And obviously my brother wasn't in the midst of the fight, but he was helping break up the fight. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And all I know is that piled out into the streets. And we was like, whoa, what is going on? What the hell is going on? It was it was a fist fight. Uh, the dude from the University of Oklahoma won the fight. I mean, he had a, a jacked up eye, but the other dude looked way worse than him. And it was it was a, a spectacle. I'm just like, whoa, what is going on? <sighs> Wild, man. Wild. So we decided to dip and not try and get arrested. And we went to this hookah bar and we met... These other people that thought we were drug dealers because my brother has dreads and I'm a black guy. And obviously the old white guy comes up to say, it's like, do you have any coke on you? And I said, no. My brother said, hell no. He said, at least you have weed. And we're like, uh, fuck no. We don't have that type of shit. Getting racially profiled in the middle of fucking Mexico. But this old white dude had two black girls and we're not trying to give him the time of day. And then the one black girl came over here to me and my brother was talking all this nonsense about us. And all I can say is what the hell was going on with my life during that time. And that is all I can say from that experience. What the hell was going on with my life at that time? Met some black girl from Atlanta that we, we kicked it with. And it, it was a, whew, Jesus. It was an interesting spectacle. All I know is my brother was having a good time. We were all having a good time. Everybody was having a funky good time. Cabo was wild. Wild as hell. It's a lot of wild stuff that was happening in Cabo. You saw some crazy stuff. Nothing was wilder than when me and my my dad, my cousin, and my brother went to this gentleman's club. <laughs> I could say at least I went to a gentleman's club with my father. And I could say that as a man that had transpired. My mom and my other cousin were cool with it. They already knew what was going on. We had our driver, Jonathan, drive us there. It's like, oh, no, I don't think you want to go to that spot. And my mom was like, nope, they're going to that spot. And I got to tell you, this gentleman's club that we went to was probably the most boring gentleman's club in the world. <laughs> there was no action that was transpiring. If you're going to be part of a service, do the service. They just looked so bored. They was, like, texting on their phones. I thought it was going to be a, a great experience. It, it was very lackluster in performance. Um, the one that I was with my father and my cousin uh, with. It was it was very lackluster. <laughs> but the other gentleman's club. <laughs> when my father 
And my cousin left. It's like, let the young boys have, have their experience. Let's just say that was an experience where I had to take out more cash than I actually did for this, this, this spectacle, this event. Nothing else transpired. It was crazy just getting, getting, getting these dances. I was like, whoa, this is, this is how much this stuff costs, this spectacle. I'm paying for this just to have my anatomy just just be sprung. That's it. Nothing else. So I was like, this is the experience, huh? In Cabo. It was wild. But I would not recommend spending the type of money that I spent just for that experience. That was like, you know, to say I did it once. It's like, oh, okay, this is the experience. And I'm like, wow, could have saved my money. But look, spring break happened. Everything was a-okay. And that was another wild night that had transpired. I think the, the, the awkward thing was is when we saw <laughs> the, the ladies that were at the gentleman's club at the mall the next day with their kids and we just had a casual conversation with them. We were like, oh, hey, what's up? And it's like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, like nothing, nothing really happened because nothing really did happen. It was just an awkward experience. It's like, oh, man, you actually live on the island too. Who would have thought? Amazing. <laughs> but man alright enough about the the fiasco and I it's like why is he speaking in code it's like I'm not speaking in code nothing really happened it's just nothing really transpired like can't give you like full details because nothing really transpired from my experience I'm more of the visual observer <laughs> Uh, that's that's what happened in Cabo. Nothing, nothing truly eventful. Um, I do remember that my dad said that we could have brought ladies to the trip, and they would have been all expense paid. But uh, ladies that we were trying to court during the time were not acting right, so they did not have a free trip to Cabo. Uh, but hey, they're lost, and we we had an amazing time. I think. The one great experience that I had with my father was his actual birthday dinner. Uh, when he officially turned 60 years old, knowing now knowing now would have been the last birthday experience that we had together. It, it's more sentimental now. I'm glad that we got that on tape. I remember vividly that I actually cried. And I don't know if that was my soul stating, like, this is the last time that you're going to be with your father. So enjoy this moment at this time. And you look back at it now, it's like, man, that's really fucked up. Really, really fucked up. Super fucked up. But I just remember the joy on his face. Of him blowing out his, his his birthday, you know, the food that we had. It was seafood galore. It was 
It was amazing. Uh, watching him eat breakfast. Watching the joy, the pure joy and the pure excitement in his face. He was just so damn happy, so damn relaxed. Never seen him that joyful. And I remember the last day that we were there. He was so mad. He was like, man, I don't even want to fucking leave. <laughs> like, man, some bullshit. I don't want to fucking leave. <laughs> but we, we, we made the most of our trip. We made the most of our experience. We enjoyed our cousins. We kicked it at the house. Spent fellowship. We were out on the town doing reckless shenanigan stuff which I can just say I experienced all of that and it was a great experience Kappa was was a very great experience and I'm glad even though my father has passed on that was his last vacation to to Cabo before he passed uh, he was visiting my cousin's uh, experience called Life Lux Jazz, where my cousin actually has a villa in Cabo. And that was the the last night that we were there. We got to kick it at her place. And I was with her friends in their mid-40s, early 50s that have children that are near my age. And my cousin's friends were... Obviously, her girlfriends saw that I was a young, articulate man with a good head on my shoulders, and they was trying to hook me up with their daughter. Daughter was cute. Got got the number from from the mama. Tried to hit her up. Said, "Hey, met your mom in Cabo. Hope to connect." Never happened. So that's how I know I'm a catch. Is when mamas know that I, I'm a catch with me having a good head on my shoulders very well polite well mannered those are some things and qualities that I believe that I can bring and I believe that's just me anyway and if mamas can see that I'm not sure why this generation can't but that was one of the highlights as well getting props from moms And that was a highlight. But my cousin's villa decked out. Outdoor pool. It's got a fireplace out there. It's got a view of the ocean. My cousin is balling. Uh, she's, she's, she's well to do. And nothing but love for her. And I appreciate the experience that she has brought with the life like jazz. It was very all inclusive that experience. And I'm glad that my parents got to experience that before my father had passed away. And what's full circle about it now, which is super funny, is my dad's last argument with me was about the damn Pure white Hennessy. I only said I was going to pay for one bottle, and this dude bought four bottles and said I was going to buy four bottles. And I was like, I only asked for one bottle. And that was the dumbest fight in the world because <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. I mean, you look at it now. Uh, 
It's so stupid when you look at it. It's so fucking dumb. But I would I'll cherish cherish that the memories that I have with my father during that Cabo trip. So great. And I'm glad that he had a great experience. A great experience during that time. And I, I miss that man. I miss going on vacation with him. And that was a great vacation. Be able to have an all-inclusive experience in Cabo. I have not been to Cabo since. I hope to go to Cabo one day like my parents did and be able to experience that one more time. But I will not at this time. With Cabo, that was my last vacation with my father. And with with that tragic ending that it took his life, I look at it now at my new beginning. After my dad passed, I decided I needed to go take a trip somewhere else. And this next trip in the next series talks about a place that has a great affinity for me. I would call that place Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Again, this is a raw perspective, a fresh point of view. I'm your host, Richard Anthony Wallace. Peace.